Welcome to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast with Rob Peters. That's right, Rob Peters is back doing a podcast, but this time it's about bringing in guests and sharing experiences and information to help you create a better DJ business for you, your clients, and your community. And now here's your host, a man who's never strapped anything to the hood of his car, Rob Peters. Hey folks, did you notice last week we didn't get an episode out there? It's Rob Peters, welcome to the show and thanks for downloading. Halloween's usually a really busy time at Rob Peters Entertainment. It's our last blitz for holiday parties. So by the time I realized that we didn't get the episode out, it was last Friday at about 7 o'clock, and it occurred to me that we didn't get our show done. So I decided to make this week's a lot of fun. Keith Allen's going to join me on the show. We're going to share some tips on not only how to book holiday parties, but how to make yours stand out from everybody else. So stay tuned for that. And speaking of holiday parties, it seems like this is all happening just a little bit earlier now, doesn't it? Sirius XM started their holiday music channel two weeks ago, and then they added another one last week. And if you need a little tip and you're planning your holiday parties, listen to those channels because there's new releases for the holiday season that are being aired here and there. And I'm actually finding some good songs that I haven't played before that I want to include this year in my holiday party cocktail and dinner hours. So I highly encourage that. You know, between that and up here in New England, we're looking at the forecast and it's going to snow. And yeah, it's getting to be that time of year, everybody. So stick around and don't forget about Mobile Beat Las Vegas next year. Keith Allen and I are going to be out there. We're going to be doing our Monday open forum discussions. And then on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to be doing the Weekday Wealth Institute and teaching you how to make more money during the week, during the day. And we're not only going to teach you how to book the jobs, we're going to teach you how to do them. So book your passes now. Get out to Mobile Beat Las Vegas next year. I'd love to see you there and I'd love to meet all of you. So Keith's up next, everybody. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Mobile DJ Business And if you know me, you know that I have been doing bubble parties for about 14 years right now. And Mike Weeder's joining me from New Jersey. And Mike started two years ago, right, Mike? Correct. And since that time, I have watched you take what I've taught you as a bubble parties provider and take it to another level. Tell us about the success you've been having. When I met you in uh, Las Vegas last year and you spoke to me about bubble parties, I was very skeptical. As a DJ, I've been doing this, I'm going into my 38th year, and I had no interest in dealing with preschools and children from two and a half to eight. After speaking with you and sitting through your seminar and talking to Raymar, I decided to give it a shot. Last year, our first year, we did 20 bubble parties. This year, uh, we were able to jump up to over 80 as of now. Get our free special report today where you can learn more about how this can be a great part of your DJ business. Go to bubbleparties.com, select the Become a Provider page, and get our free special report today.
Hey, everybody, as you know, RPE, we do a lot of bar nights. And you know, I use Speed Quizzing Smartphone Trivia from my bar trivia nights because it is the future of bar trivia that features a friendly app that your customers are going to download. You play the hosted game and they get to submit their answers electronically. Not only have I used it for my bar nights, but I've found ways to incorporate it into other events I do, including corporate events and holiday parties. Speed quizzing events are great because there are no pens, no paper, and no cheating. Find out more about speed quizzing today at speedquizzing.com. promised i said it was going to be a great episode this week you guys and it is keith allen on the line with me what's up keith not much rob how you doing i'm hanging in there man hanging in there i gotta be honest with you you and i are in the northeast i don't know if you watch the weather yet (laughs) about what's happening later this week i did and and i'm i'm starting to do my grocery shopping now (laughs) we're talking about snow up here in the northeast i gotta be honest with you i hope it's a dud I spent part of my day today trying to get my snowblower started, and all the places around here are a three to four week backup. So something tells me I might be getting my workout in on Friday if it's bad. I took my shovels out of the the shed uh, yesterday, and tomorrow is my day to to get the blower up and running. Well, with the snow, Keith, you know that means that we're getting close to December and the holiday party season. And what we decided to do today, everybody, is kind of share some insight as to how you can book those holiday parties. I'm thinking that holiday parties, if they're not already in the books right now, there's a lot of companies that are waiting until the last minute. There are. Um, I experienced that last year with my bookings. I, I don't go crazy trying to, to seek out the holiday parties. Um, I know that sounds a little strange. I let the holiday parties come to me, mostly because I get four good ones every year uh, for myself through a banquet facility that has what they call small business parties. And I know you have them up there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Anybody who has a good connection with a banquet facility is missing the boat if they don't approach them on this um, and let the banquet facility do all the booking and just hire you or hire us as the entertainment. Now, when I say small business, that doesn't mean a small party. It means if you have a small business, you can go and and purchase one, two, three tables for your employees. So it's a combo party where all the different companies come together and have one big company. So those are that's what I focus on. And I usually book those up in July. So to explain the difference, everybody, before we get into our content a little bit further, Keith is a single op and I'm a multi-op. So there are going to be some differing things here. For example, Keith doesn't really pursue them. Me, on the other hand, I'm running ads on the radio right now. I've been doing email blitzes since July 25th. It's been crazy trying to book and we've had a lot of success with it. But I think one of the things you brought up, Keith, that's worth repeating and elaborating on a little bit is getting in and talking to those venues, not just about things like the small biz party, but to be the guy and to walk in to say, hey, look, if you've got somebody who 
is looking for a DJ for a holiday party, I've got availability still. And if you could guide in my way, I'd appreciate it. Just that simple little suggestion has yielded me two or three holiday parties around this time of year because a lot of places, because of the reputation we have here in the Boston area, they think we're booked already. Right. Excuse me. I get the same thing because I am the single op and they always think that, you know, oh, you're just one person, so you can't do more than one party. Um, I do knock on the doors of the these venues. Um, there's two venues that are really close to me, and I will approach them probably the week before Thanksgiving. When I've got a Wednesday, Thursday, or a Friday night available, I will say to them, hey, guys, I've got these nights open should you have an emergency. and mm-hmm. Every year, I will get a call from one of those two places saying that the DJ didn't show because they got a bargain. Very true. Another tip that I have is talking to my existing clients, not just my corporate clients, but my wedding clients. Sure, they all have jobs. Exactly. And suggesting to them that, you know, if your company plans a holiday party, remember how much fun we had at your wedding? Why don't we bring that into your workplace and have a great holiday party? And a lot of times, too, you can't get the same dollar figure that you can for a wedding mm-hmm. at a holiday party. So the bride that you've done work for knows what your your price is and say, you know, hey, if you give us, you know, refer us to your boss, we can take a certain percentage off of the price that we charged you for your holiday party. And that that kind of sparks them right away thinking that they're going to get a deal. Whereas you're really not cutting them a, a deal to, you know, if you know what I'm saying there, um, by offering that percentage off the wedding price for the corporate price. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. And I think you've got to go beyond just emailing out some information like that and, you know, really personalizing a little bit when it comes to that. I don't know what you do when it comes to your wedding clients, but I always ask my wedding clients where they work as part of my interview. And I always make sure I make a note of that because if it's a company that I got a pretty good feeling they're going to have a holiday party, they're the ones on my list that I want to go to. And I actually have a space in my DJ event planner in the notes section where I make a note where Kerry maybe works for ABCD company and they make widgets and they employ about 350 people, there's a pretty good shot that there might be a little bit of reciprocation when it comes to employee appreciation for management. In other words, upper management might be doing something around the holidays for their staff. Exactly. Um, and I, I actually take it a step further and I use that as part of my summer program too, because I get a lot of um, people that are teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I asked them, what do you do during the summer? And they said, well, we work at a camp or we work here. Oh, okay, cool. Think of us, you know, during the summer. So not only is it just the holiday season, it's, it's for all seasons. It's very important to, to know who your clients are and what they, what they do. But you're 100% right in knowing where the client gets her, or where the client works, you know, as far as getting the, the foot in the door. And it takes just a little bit of research. That's the best part. I read 
Mitch Taylor's book, Sales for Event Pros. And one of the things he talks about when it comes to weddings is to do your homework on your prospective couple before they come in. And I think that that speaks to how you can book the corporate end of it too by having just that one question can make a world of difference. It, it sure can. Now let's let's talk for a second about the actual party. Sure. Um, when you're when you're doing a party, <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of times, corporate parties for the holiday parties are no spouses. So you really have to be creative and be able to sell what you do to that corporate client. So it's not always about the dancing. That's where the the interactive games come in or things to to um, occupy the, the, the party as far as um, entertaining goes. You know what I'm saying there as exactly. well? Exactly. And, you know, since you brought that up, there is another way that I was about to go with this conversation, and that is don't just be about doing the Friday and Saturday in the event hall. A lot of companies that I work for, I'm going into their break room or their warehouse, and they're converting all of that space into where the holiday party is going to be. There's a company up here in Boston. It's actually a nationally known company that makes 500 business cards for a cheap price. You know who I'm talking about, right? I do. Yeah. But they have a meeting every few months and they hire us for our team building services. But for the holiday party, they bring us in and we go into their break room and we set up and it's not so much a dance party, but we're doing something fun with the employees during their workday and it's helped improve their corporate culture a lot and it's a unique environment and don't be afraid about that don't be afraid it doesn't have to be in you know the holiday and ballroom right i'm doing i'm doing uh one party this year it's it's not dj involved or related though um i'm doing one party in a beverage company warehouse Mm -hmm. and i'm doing I am doing the same thing in a banquet hall, but I don't have to bring in a speaker. It's all with our our mini golf, you know, and that's something different for the holiday season. Mm -hmm. You know, a couple of people found out about it through the the events that we've done and are like, this is great for our holiday party. We want to bring this in. And that works for me. No, of course, it keeps you busy and it it fills your daytime calendar. One of the other things about going on location, though, is... And I think we can reiterate this, whether it comes to any event or not, get your liability insurance and make sure you have it. It's always a good idea because that's going to help sell that you can go into their office space because their legal team is going to see that you have liability insurance and it's going to make things just a little bit more smoother in booking. And also if you can do it with your, with your insurance provider, put them on as a, the policy holder. That shows them that you're not just buying insurance for the day for their event. It shows them that you've got a relationship with your insurance company that that you can reach out to and include this company um, on on your insurance, and that will also it, it solidify you as a little bit more professional. One of the last things ideas that I have when it comes to getting the jobs. Like I said, I'm a multi-op, so I have to make sure I'm booking not just me, but my other DJs that are out there. I do a ton of networking this time of year. I go to as many business after hours that I can get my hands on, or I'm a member of two chambers of commerce, so I'm always making sure 
that this time of year, I'm at just about every event so that I can be seen and people know who I am. And it's made such a difference. Business expos and food tastings and they're in, you know, they're individual networking groups that are out there. There are networking events taking places, taking place all over the place these days. Make yourself present at them and let them know what you do because chances are, if it's a morning meeting, most DJs aren't there. Right. Make sure you're also making yourself present at organizations like ILEA and NACE and MPI, those organizations that are looking for entertainment for just about any event. But this time of year, it's always a good idea to be fresh in their minds by being present. Because you could not only get entertainment or, or not only get jobs from the members, you could get that job for the membership party. Exactly. You know, if you get that, now you're, you're showcasing, you're auditioning in front of how many other business owners for the following year. You know, I keep bringing this up whenever I speak, and you agree with me with this one. Scott Favor once said that every time you perform, that is your best form of marketing because you're exposing your talent to a new group of potential clients. And it really does go a long way to do that based on the number of people you know. So your performance can be a cool thing. And let's transition over that a little bit, Keith. What are you doing to make things fresh and different this year? I talked in my monologue before you came on about how before Halloween, Sirius XM changed over one of their channels to all Christmas holiday music. And then last um, Friday, they changed over another one. And how I've been listening to that to find some new tunes to put into my cocktail hour, my, my dinner stuff to really theme up my holiday parties. What do you do that's a little bit different to prep or to put out there for your customers? We're working on new holiday bingo games mm -hmm. um, that we can deal with or play with the customers this year. Um, that we've got our, our trivia that we love doing for holiday. Um, we used to do the pen and paper trivia, you know, the, the 25 questions on a sheet of paper and do the table versus table thing. But with everybody's smartphone, they just Google the answers anyway. But by doing the trivia style that we do, I do speed quizzing. Um, I've got the 25 tablets, so nobody has to download the app if they're uncomfortable with downloading an app. Uh, they put their teams together, and we do holiday trivia. Uh, we'll do that for an hour, hour and a half, and then just go right into dancing after that. And they love it. They absolutely love it because you're doing something that – doesn't necessarily involve the spouses. If, so if the spouses aren't there, they can do it as a, a department team, you know, or, or just, just a table. A lot of the holiday parties are early evening parties, and they're not the ones that go till midnight, you know. So people come directly from work. Um, they show up <laughs> around 6, and they're out of there by 10. So by doing the trivia, that gives them that, that excitement for the party. Right. So that's what we're doing, the bingo and the trivia. Um, they're, they're two good staples for me, and, and that's what I like doing. There are the other Christmas games, you know, the, the things that we've done in the past. Um, but I like to try and, try and do something different because everybody around here now is doing the Christmas games. So I zig when others zag, and, and maybe next year they'll be doing trivia and bingo. Who knows? So you do majority of the small business kind of parties it, that that's what you book most of during the holidays, right? Well, the 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 banquet facility that books me, they do 
about four of these a weekend. Mm-hmm. And I get four of them traditionally. Oh, cool. So I'll, I'll get a Monday or a, not a Monday, a, a Friday. Uh, then the next week I'll have a Friday and a Saturday. And then the week after that, I'll have a Saturday. You know, so that's that's the way I do it. And this year, I think we only have to three weekends. Nice. Because Christmas is on a Wednesday this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those four jobs, they, they wear me out, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> I, last year, worked from December 1st to the 22nd, every at least one show a day. Right. So the shocker on that whole thing was there were only three of them where I actually was employed to DJ with the purpose of getting everybody on the dance floor. Well, that's, that's what I have to do at the small business parties. Mm-hmm. Those four big ones. That's what I'm hired to do. I'm, I'm hired for the entertainment. You know, they... I tell them in the beginning, do your any secret Santas and stuff. Do that during dinner because once the dancing starts, the dancing starts. But the other ones are the ones that I book for myself. Those are the ones that are the the interactive stuff with the the trivia and the the bingo or the or the mini golf. You know, just just things like like that. And I I really enjoy doing that because it's not the same thing over and over. And I feel the same way. And the point I was getting at is I'm seeing a turn. And maybe it's because I'm marketing this stuff a little bit more than just, oh, we'll bring a DJ to your wedding. Now, I'm booking DJs to go out on holiday parties and DJ with the purpose of getting people up to dance. I'm just finding that a lot of people that are having me back. And I would say I did 22 this last year. This year, I've already booked 10 of those 22. I lost three of them due to the fact that the economy hit them and they're not having a holiday party. They're actually laying people off. And I'm still working on filling in the gaps with the rest of them. But it's been a funny transition because I'm finding a lot of event planners are looking for something more than just somebody who's going to play music at the party. Right. Because anybody can do that. And I'm not, I'm not saying that to put anybody down or to cause any controversy. The age of technology has made it so easy for anybody to literally put songs in a playlist and hit play mm-hmm. you know, and let it go. And the difference is the personality behind it. So in addition to DJ, I have a list of questions here, and this is what I wanted to get your perspective on tonight. In addition to playing the right mix of music to get people out of their seats, and being a good MC, what's one skill that you think DJ should know to really pull off a great holiday party? How to think on their feet. I like that one. I had something a little more specific. Learn the rules to a Yankee swap. If you don't know what a Yankee swap is, everybody who brings a gift, it's not designated towards a specific person, but it's all put on a table and you give out a number for every gift. The first person comes up and unwraps a gift. The second person comes up, unwraps their gift, and they can swap with anybody who's already opened. And it goes up the line until all the gifts are open and everybody has one. Then the first person actually can go through and swap with anybody else in the room. Now, it sounds very easy, but there are so many new variations about this game that are coming out right now. I think it's one of the skills we definitely need to have in our toolbox if you're going to do holiday parties this year. Oh, of course, and it, it, that's a that's a great a, a great thing to have. And again, it goes back to the thinking on your feet. Are you mm-hmm. able? If you have that skill, are you able to implement it on a moment's notice? Exactly. You know, that's the thing. You might sit. There might be people that say, "Well, I've got a dance set all set," or. They just got people on the floor and they say, hey, it's time to do the Yankee swap. And, you know, you're like, oh, but I just got people moving. What do you do? So that's, you know, by having all those tools and being able to adjust on the fly. 
is a good thing. I also think that communication with your client, obviously, like any other client, is important so that you can avoid that where you've got a packed dance floor and they're coming up and going, we want to do the Yankee swap now. By having communication and saying, okay, you know what, why don't we do this here and then open the dance floor? And explaining to them without having to give them a full-blown explanation about how you do your job. Right. That is so helpful. Right. I agree. The other thing I find that I do bring like spare prizes with you and stuff, Keith, during the holidays. Um, not really. I just bring some some smaller tchotchke stuff for mm-hmm. trivia and bingo. Like I've got these little plastic trophies for trivia that say um, "We're sharp as a tack," you know, and it's nice. a it's a picture or a, a little plastic thumbtack sticking in a trophy base, you know, and uh, top banana, which is a banana. Again, on a little trophy base. So everybody on the team gets one of those. It's all, it's because it's not about the prize, it's about the experience. Exactly. I find money's a big motivator. I don't bring cash, but I always have at least 10 $1 scratch tickets in my pocket at holiday parties just in case I have to think quick on my feet and I need something to motivate people into that moment. Uh, if you know me well enough to, you know, I never tell anybody it's a scratch ticket. I always tell them it's a chance to win up to $10,000. Yep. It sounds so much better. And it's funny because people get into it until they realize they're getting a scratch ticket and they realize, oh, I really don't have a chance. Well, you do have a chance of winning $10,000. It's not a big chance, but you got a chance. You got a chance. And then there's always the other line. And that is the Drew Carey line. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. In addition to the bingo and the trivia, we did the um, deal or no deal, you know, and that worked out well for the employee only parties where you don't have the dancing. So that was good. We did the 20 second challenge with with some people, you know, so all these all these activities were were good. But now it's time to change to, to do something else. Do you find that you see families coming to some of the parties you do full blown families with kids? Nope. Never had kids at a holiday party unless it was a kid's party. You know, I've done I've done some holiday parties that are like during the day on Saturday or Sunday uh, where they want game shows. So I'll bring in a game show before Santa. And then once Santa gets there, the elves use my microphone and I just play soft background music, you know, holiday music. We actually have two companies where the owners of these two companies encourage you to bring your entire family and they make it so that it's family friendly they have an activity station for the kids santa comes in and does a full gift distribution they go out and they buy all the toys and it's not just a a cheap you know dollar family dollar kind of toy they're buying like name brand stuff and right. hand it out to the kids. But one of the games that I brought in a couple of years ago, and now they want to make sure that every year I'm doing it, it's called Gift Wrap a Grown-Up, where I actually have the kids bring out their favorite grown-up. I hand them gift wrap, bows, and tape, and I have them gift wrap their grown-up. That's it's funny. basically a takeoff of mummy wrap, like if you were doing a bar of mitzvah. The cool mm-hmm. thing about this is they get into it and they really get creative with some of the decorations, and it's a lot of fun. Oh, that's cool. And you can buy this stuff at Dollar Tree. It cost me $10 in materials, and this company's booking me year after year after year. So this is just some of the stuff, folks, that when it comes to holiday parties can really help you stand out. And it's not just about booking the holiday party and collecting a check. You want to do a good job this year so that next year, 
they're calling you again. Pretty cool stuff, Keith. I appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks for taking some time out of your schedule and talking a little bit of holiday party business with me. No problem. Glad to do it. And don't forget, you can join Keith and I at Mobile Beat Las Vegas next March. We're going to be doing our open forum table sessions on Monday. And then you and I are going to have some fun with some weekday stuff, right? Right. And and also, if I can mention it, um, one of the weekday things is everybody knows it's about our bingo. I am working again to get another senior center that would like to have the bingo program. So if anybody is interested in coming along, um, we can take some some people along with us. It's like a little field trip amongst it's, everything else. It's fun because not only do, are you learning, you're, I've been doing the seniors for bingo now probably five years, mm-hmm. and um, I've got it down pretty good. And these people are so appreciative. You not only learn, but you get a good feeling because you're doing something for the people that have paved the way for us. Exactly. So don't forget about that Mobile Beat Las Vegas. Check it out online. Keith, we'll have you back on again soon, I'm sure. Thanks for taking some time today, buddy. Anytime, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Folks, thanks for listening. We will see you next week on the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. You've been listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Give us your ideas for future guests, questions, or topics, or just stay informed about upcoming episodes on our Facebook page or visit www.mobiledjpodcast.biz. The Mobile DJ Business Podcast is a production of Ron Peters Entertainment, all rights reserved.